Welcome to the Bike Talk with Dave podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Dave Mabel, and I love riding my bike. And I'm guessing you do too. Otherwise, why would you be tuning in, right? So I love riding, and I especially love riding around town. And it is always cool to round a corner or cruise up a trail, and boom, there's a big, giant mural all over the side of a building. And they're all different, and they're interesting and colorful. And you can never go wrong snapping a selfie with you and your bike in front of one. Or for the gram, just your bike leaning against stuff. Murals can give you a sense of place, and whether you catch a quick glimpse as you ride by in some town you're visiting, or if it's part of your daily commute, each one tells a story. And it's cool, because it's actually your story. And that story can change every time you ride by or stop and enjoy it. And sometimes it can actually really change, like when a familiar work is repainted and a whole new story comes into being. This was a case recently as a mural that we'd been cruising by for a few years suddenly changed. I saw that a friend of mine, Jake Cooperman, was the artist doing a new mural over the old one. And it occurred to me that it'd be super fun to talk to him about his cycling inspired creations. He was kind enough to say yes, and we met one afternoon next to the bike trail and talked about his new work of art. One, one cool thing about this being a 4 p.m. sit down instead of a 2 p.m. is that the wall's in the shade until just about now. So it, from now until 40 minutes or an hour, like it, it just gets lit up from I bet as the sun goes down, it like starts glowing. It's yeah. So it's fun that we're two hours, but you know it's perfect. So now it's uh, it's yeah, it's lit up differently now than it was ten minutes ago, and then same from twenty minutes from now. So that could be an interesting thing to check back in. Um, yeah, and you see the texture of the brick itself, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. It's it not makes just, it dynamic it, and different. It, yeah, you're not just painting on a flat canvas, which is cool. Yeah, and, and this light coming like so much from the side really highlights that fact. And it, it's definitely the best well lit project. I don't know if you're in doing some of your painting projects and you're like, the lighting's making this. I know what color this paint is, and it's like your orange fluorescent lighting is. So this is like one of the best well-lit projects I've had that's not artificial and the, the before and after photo, like I actually <clears throat> have control of the after versus like being in the school and it's fluorescent lights and you can't get the camera to focus on what you, so this might be the, the best well-lit project I've worked on as far as being like, nope, that color looks the same way that, um, especially when you're, matching colors and uh, for me I'm matching colors from like the iPad to the wall oh boy so that's the transition and that's a challenge just because the eyedropper on the iPad could be any shade of teal and so I think it's taken a while to finally align how which teal I use on the iPad and then I'm able to connect it to I'm not using brushes but like the spray cans so the spray cans are almost like markers 
you've got your blue marker, your yellow marker, your so. That's I can tell that looking at that now. I, I like before. I'm like, well, that's all brushwork, but yeah, that is spray can, isn't it? And huh. Very cool. Yeah. Um, well, I want to dive more into this piece and then some of your other stuff too. Uh, but we should probably introduce you. <laughs> uh, Jake Cooperman. Um, I know it's Cooperman because I can read your name on the wall there. And is that the year you were born? 2023? 2023. It's not the year I was born. It is you fun do seem older stamp. than that. Yeah, yeah. It's fun to timestamp murals to see, oh, that one's been there, you know. So, um, but it is fun to kind of go around town and see like dates on artwork. And, on stuff you've done? Or yeah, anything. Other, yeah, anything. Anything, yeah, for sure. And then there's like artists that um, date their their tape measure the day they got it. They put the date on it, and that's an interesting their tape measure. Yeah, and it's like the born on date. So you're like, oh, I've had this thing for ten years. You know, like you have moments like that. Like, oh, that's cool. With your, that's cool with your gear. I don't think I can keep a tape measure long enough to care. <laughs> I'm always like, where's my tape measure? I don't know. It's gone. Uh, there's got to be another one around here somewhere. And then I find an old one. Yeah. Three or four. Yeah. Yes, it is good to have three or four. Uh, so, Jake, let's explain who you are. You're, um, I know you, I don't know you as, I know you from cycling. Um, you went to, um, forgive me, I should let you do the intro since you know your history, but... Uh, University of Iowa. I went to Iowa, yeah. And um, you had a great, uh, great group of guys riding with. I, I remember uh, AJ. Yes. Um, AJ Turner. AJ Turner. Yeah. Uh, Mike's kid. What was his name? Andy Bunce. Andy, yes. Yeah. Andy Bunce. Mike Bunce's kid. Mike Bunce still ride on Saturday mornings and getting, uh, getting faster. Wednesday. He's hanging in there. He's a good dude. He's a he's a great dude. Um, and uh, in fact, I met Andy's mom recently too at a, one of our post-ride breakfasts. So, um, so Andy, but you guys rode. I, I remember Cliff Bar being on your uh, jerseys. You guys had yeah. Cliff Bar jerseys. I never really understood the relationship there, but it's you fun, guys were fast. That's a fun story. Like my brother found a Cliff Bar job in Chicago on Craigslist, 15, 20 years oh, ago. Oh, that's how so. we did things then, wasn't it? Yeah. And then, uh, and then. Through my brother, I met his boss, and then I just applied kind of for their internship, and then that led to asking, writing a cover letter for a sponsorship, and I moved to Chicago, and I worked for their uh, field marketing team, so we would go to Minneapolis and work the marathon or the triathlon or... Hand out food? Hand out samples, yeah. 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 Uh, we did always... Honestly, on RAGBRAI, like, there were times you saved our life carrying uh, a trailer with like mini cliff bars yep. and shop blocks in it yep yeah. big time you got me uh hooked on shop blocks that's for sure um but yeah there were times we'd be starving to death and there'd be no one around like we're not near a town or a, a place to stop and those were the days when um we were hauling our kids along so it was like a lot of work and we were going slow and we had five hungry mouths to feed and then you, we'd see you guys, and we're like, oh, sweet, Cliff Bars. Like, you definitely fed us on many rag rides. <laughs> it was an interesting, easy, fun, supportive thing to, to do, yeah. Cool. Yeah, well, it was great. 
uh, ambassadorness for Cliff Bar, that's for sure. I mean, they you guys were, yeah. yeah, they did nail it, and you guys were heroes, so that's well, not a bad position for people to be in. I learned so much from that. Like, I, some of wanting to do artwork is how nice they they were with their marketing and their outcome, you know? So it's, like, interesting to take odd jobs here and there and then see them, you take the best parts of them and the way they, like, knew how to connect with people by sharing and giving giving stuff away. It was like such a valuable impact moment for, especially you're in the middle of a bike ride and it's unexpected and, and needed and it's in the context of being on the go, so yeah. And you, you see this starving family of five <laughs> rolling along. At a much slower pace than they thought. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. There were times we did need help home. but um, And you guys were a good wheel, too, like any one of you. Um, we're, we're always a good wheel to jump on. Um, now, I still see you on the morning rides. I don't think you're racing as much. Do you still shave your legs? I don't. No, no? that's a good question. I don't. <laughs> I, uh, I, I have... I told Brendan Cork this, the CEO of uh, USA Cycling, like the only reason I get my license is so that I can justify shaving my legs. <laughs> um, I just can't stand having hairy legs. It's, I haven't, yeah, it's a, yeah, but you, I. You are playing water polo now, and I would think that shaved legs would be a benefit in the pool, but. Yeah, it's a, it's a maintenance thing. It's like. It a, is a maintenance thing. <laughs> I think the. And, and you do have to get outside of the, yeah, so. Um, <laughs> but you are riding, you're, you're riding. I definitely uh, ride to get from A to B and to commute and I, I love, yeah. And I go on a lot slower rides with uh, my dog. We'll go through the trails behind the art center or something. Mm. Cool. Uh, yeah. Mountain biking? Yeah, just on a cross bike and mm. uh, it's fun to kind of roll at a trot for her and It, uh, it wears her out the way that like a four hour bike ride would wear us out. And there's just this kind of like overlap of uh, that was a good ride, huh? Like, and so. That's cool. <laughs> now we've been hanging here, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes chatting. And I think she's on her third or fourth stick. <laughs> is that a distraction for her in the woods or is she just like in go mode? It's kind of like a toy, like it's uh yeah. If, it, it could be a ball or a toy or yeah so yeah well she's got her stick right now sitting <laughs> on her legs she's a good dog she's pretty nice yeah yep uh so we're sitting we're right on the bike trail just i'd say outside of downtown des moines if you live in a suburb you might call where we are downtown like going downtown but we're sitting on a bike trail and there's a beautiful work of art on the building next to us and uh, has your name on there in 2023. And I, I feel like you just finished this. Uh, what are we looking at here? So we're looking at uh, a bike theme mural. Uh, I worked on it for a week. Um, it's depicting a bird, a traffic signal, a cyclist, a female cyclist, and uh, <clears throat> a light bulb, I guess, would be the kind of main points of it, but it's, uh, something that um, we were talking about storytelling, so I like to create stuff that um, 
whatever story it is for me, it's it's open enough that it could mean anything to anyone. And uh, I like to create stuff. So this mural, I like to create something that people can look at and view differently each time. So uh, each visit could be a different story. They notice a different part or something. So. Um, <clears throat> whose building is it on? Uh, this building, the depot, is called, uh, it's called the depot. It's kind of a shared workspace. So there's offices, uh, the Top Bun food truck is kind of operated out of this building also uh, with Dave Berry. Uh, that's his food truck. And uh, Dave's who I've been working with. And this is just an opportunity to make this building a little more colorful. That it, It's located right next to Southwest 9th in this bridge where um, lots of graffiti happens. And so it is interesting that um, the interaction of murals can kind of be a deterrent for graffiti in a way. So um, it also makes it less of a target if, if somebody's like hosting an outdoor gallery of sorts, you know, so. Um, That's kind of interesting. So one um, motivation or one uh, reason that somebody might have a big mural like this put on their wall is to deter graffiti? That's just my uh, interpretation, but it comes from it being, if we could see through this building, there's a corner back here that that is part of this building, but it gets tagged. And so then the building would then go through the steps of like calling the city to get the city to paint it back to concrete. And so maybe just my theory would be that like people would not tag it as much if they see that like, oh, they do like artwork and street art and maybe I'll not write it on this wall or this dumpster or this uh, <laughs> part of this person's building. So, but no, I don't think that's why we created it. I, I do think that that's just an interesting part of being located next to this bridge where a lot of graffiti happens. But. Uh, a lot of graffiti does happen, and it's kind of interesting that, and honestly, I have watched you on Instagram put this up, and I've ridden by here a few times over the course of the past week, and you had to tell me that it's all rattle can, all spray painted. Paint, yeah. yeah, that's pretty That's pretty interesting. Uh, tell me about the process. I guess I'm first curious about how you come up with the what and then the how. So let's start with the what. You've got, like you said, the traffic light, the cardinal. The cardinal bird. A light bulb, the, uh, is that D, riding her bike? Uh, it looks like D. I mean, um, it kind of does, and it's, flashy, she's even on a, um, what's the correct it's word? It's um, Burgundy? Oh, yeah. The, um, burgundy's not the right word. She has a specific word to describe the color of her bike. It cannot be maroon. Um, crimson. Crimson, maybe? You know, it's like crimson. one of those, like, uh, it's not red, but you know crimson means red. Yes, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty dark, <laughs> pretty pretty uh, deep, dark red. Um, uh, so it was your uh, inspiration in this? Do you know the cyclist Sarah, <laughs> Sarah Sturm? Yeah, for sure. She, I think, is inspirational and 
quite an athlete, like an incredible athlete. And that's just from Instagram for me. I haven't been at a race that she's at, but yeah, just from Instagram, I any any cycling inspiration uh, usually is um, uh, just checking checking in with her, and it's like, oh, she did a 160 mile gravel ride in Kansas, and she's uh, really honest and interesting in her post to say like why she got seventh and what top three how that top three mentality became seventh mid-race and so I just think she's a interesting like what if we had Instagram back when Lance was that's a little bit when I was watching cycling as much as um, you know it just yeah so it's so interesting to watch cycling from someone's Instagram where it's like uh, I had it but I lost a tire halfway through and seventh was so yeah she's the inspiration behind it and uh, I like her style in cycling too she wears colorful designed kits and uh, um, so that's that was the inspiration so I knew like the what would be um, thinking about this location I was thinking about the bike path and it's a uh, part of the bike path that you're in 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 flow you know you're not making a stop and a turn or anything and so so that that's the what is that okay so I want a piece that people are interacting with as they're passing by and then I want to make something that's maybe a bike theme and so that was kind of the what is okay I want maybe a cycling themed mural and then and then I start getting I start exploring uh, what would a what would a bird look like where would a bird fit in why why a bird where'd that come bird? from uh, I, I like the idea of making uh, work about uh, the food system, mental health, or leaving any place better than you found it. So that's sort of like nature. And I think the bird is kind of that nature checkpoint, I, I guess, like it's, um, and then the story just from placing those two pieces down, then I'll start to say like, I'll create a story for myself. And it's like, is the cyclist interacting with nature? Um, is it about observing nature on your bike? Is it about, you know, so once once I start being able to come up with a story idea or, or two, then I can kind of move on because I think that it's strong enough to be more than just one story or, um, like if I can look at something and list a few things that could be uh, what's being, the story that's being told, then then I can kind of move on to like, okay, so is it a cardinal or is it a blue jay? Well, a blue jay might disappear with the blue of that, so that'll steer me back in the, so I'll spend some time, like, I spent like a week on this just drawing on my iPad, which is the first step, and kind of like creating little stories like that and answering questions like, well, then what color would that bird have to be? And, um, just kind of like cooking, it's like, well, you can't have too much salt can be your only ingredient if 
if you want to achieve, you know, Italian or Cajun or so. So yeah, then the uh, the first step kind of becomes drawn on the iPad, and the iPad can get it all the way kind of to this finished mock-up, and then <clears throat> in my studio would be kind of the next step of gathering the spray paint that matches the iPad colors. And then Do you just go to Menards and Lowe's and Home Depot and clean them out? There's that type of spray paint. There's this other type of spray paint that's um, for for art and that the pressure is different, the nozzles are different. You can interchange a small nozzle with a large nozzle. Huh, so okay. So you can get detailed with one and then you can fill a large space with another. Are they refill it? Like, can you use them again? or? Um, there's, there's a way to do that, but um, I um, use them as a one-time. Yeah. Um, and then what to do with, like, all that waste is you can paint on top of the cans and you could sell a new piece of art, I guess, but... Have you listened to my Squid Bikes one? Not yet. He talks about if he has a design in mind for a bike, he'll paint it on an old spray can and send that to the customer. Say, do you oh, like this design? Because of the three-dimensionality, it's like a sample round yeah. thing that yep. he can... It's, it's, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, dude, you should sell those cans. Like those, <laughs> yeah. That would be genius. I would buy a spray can painted by you. Are they kind of like that Klein, like faded? Yeah, or whatever. Or they're whatever you anything. want. Yeah, they're all kind. They're whatever his uh, I imagination. I love the idea of it being like a sample tube, sample top tube or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. it's exactly what it is. <laughs> so I like that. I like that idea. So where can people buy your spray can? <laughs> <laughs> my website is my name, uh, jacobcooperman.com. And so I have a small web store of just my merchandise, but. Are cans on it? Uh, they, they could be, they're not at the moment. I, I, we're making a market here for yeah, uh, use spray cans, <laughs> for sure, for sure. They will be. Yeah. Um, and I'll spend a week drawing, you know, and I'll, Maybe, maybe the inspiration had a colorful jersey, but I could see something like I tucked the Des Moines flag into her sleeve, and then, and then that just becomes kind of fun to create little, um, like the light bulb, the bird, the flag, like just things that you look at it and you see um, over time or see differently and stuff each time you look at it. So. It's not, as I look at it, it, it doesn't, it's not just a scene. I like the idea of that motion and it's moving. Yeah. Yeah. I, they're all kind of separate parts, but together. And it's not like, well, there's a stoplight in there. So she must be coming up to a stoplight on a road. It's like, no, she's riding her bike. And then over here is a picture of a stoplight. And then up over there, there's a light bulb. Well, a stoplight is not going to be sitting below a light bulb. <laughs> so they're not, they're related, but they're not. It's not like you're just painting a scene. A landscape. A landscape, yeah, yep. So then the abstract becomes kind of fun to be like, that is a rule, this silly rule of civil engineering that, uh, yeah, that you can kind of bend or break the rules about, so. Well, I mean, like, do you've light got spray cans, really? you can <laughs> put them wherever you want, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, tell me how you got there and, and what led to murals. Like, 
I my did. mom painted and she painted a lot of canvas. She painted a lot of watercolors. Her journey led her to driftwood Santas and that ended up being her thing. Um, Does she live on a lake? Does she live no, near no. a river? Like that's, She that's enjoyed boating. Favorite, yeah. That's my favorite thing about the art festival is you'll see a tent and it'll say, Nancy from Lake Winnetonka. And you're like, that's probably why all your mosaic is river rock. Like you're probably going down to the lake and collecting and going to your, so it's fun to know where people are from and like sometimes it connects the dot of why they're using driftwood or river rock or something that's in their backyard or on their daily walk but yeah i wouldn't say everybody goes from canvas to <laughs> the side of a building though no that's a i saw someone painting um six six or seven years ago and it was as if somebody was spray painting the way that i drew on paper and just that that aha moment of like, I've seen these murals before, but I've never seen anyone making one. And, oh, that's, is that spray paint? And just that whole having to see it. And then I think from, say, if that was six years ago, I think I've been doing what I'm doing now for four years. So it took two years of, you know, I treated that like that person was a business model. And then it took kind of two years to say, okay, well, they have a website. Oh, they paint on walls. Where does that sketch come from? It comes from an iPad. Like, just kind of working backwards and sort of taught myself that, I mean, I had such a strong interaction when I met this artist and saw him that, um, that it felt like uh, having, you know, having explored, like, what would it be like to be cooking for a living or doing sales for a living it felt very just like on the nose of that's just how I draw and like oh you can do that on a wall like it seemed like things connected so it took a few years to to get to that point but um I, I still look as that artist as a mentor and like just couldn't uh implore people enough to like if they like cycling or painting or something just to find like <clears throat> somebody's workout regimen that you can model off of or like Sarah Sturm yeah like yeah or maybe it was like scratch labs and it's like you're trying to learn what to eat on a ride so yeah just using what's out there as a model to to be a physical model or a it's kind of like a business guide guiding model so what was your first transition from canvas to side of a building? What was your first this, mural? So we, I repainted over, this was probably my first mural back in 2019 was on this building also. So I painted that white and um, what prompt that is where I- Was that hard to do? To cover it, to cover it, no. It, it was exciting now because I knew what, well, and also like to, it's nice to have painted the same location a few years ago, starting and then having that lift. So I had a rental and I wasn't working on ladders this time. And so just that alone was, uh, I could take my time instead of like, oh man, I'm really feeling this lean on this ladder. I don't trust it. Like I should probably get down and move it. Like, 
those little moments you have on ladders. So yes, I can relate to those. <laughs> so this was different and fun and a lot of like tools and things that tricks I've collected and just they were able to all kind of come out and work together. And so it is it is a little bit like cycling, like uh, instead of taking a corner, it's like trying to line up spray paint for this shot that's kind of a so it is kind of like going to the bike race or like I I tap into that same kind of focus and you try to like envision how the race is going to go so there is kind of like a a shot and you're spraying continuously and moving so you don't get it concentrated too much in one spot so no runs no drips no errors yeah so you can control (laughs) that's that's a great t-shirt. <laughs> right, right. Work in progress, no drips. No. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood anyway, right? Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny that you, I didn't realize you had painted the one that used to be there. Um, and I'm going to put this on Instagram if she'll let me. But uh, Dee started a new job three years ago and they needed some life shots of her. So she and I went out on a bike and uh, she rode by this thing 15 times and I got shots of her. At every angle, going yeah, by that. It was the best old mural. shot for her. And oh, absolutely. Awesome. Uh, she used that, and then there's uh, the the wall of exile yes. that says Des Moines on it. Yes. What else have you done around town? Um, other murals I painted around town um, near the Roosevelt Shopping Center. I led the. It's a black and white octopus. Mm, yeah. And. Uh, that was an art week project. And so I, I worked with 87 Central, the t-shirt shop that's in that building. And uh, it was their design. And then <clears throat> I got to work with their employees and kind of have like a demo of how spray paint works. And then we all collectively did the whole kind of process where you transfer it. And uh, and then once it's transferred, you kind of clean it up a little bit. So um, other murals I have around town would be one near, <clears throat> one, I've got a mural near Drake, uh, and that was for Art Week also that I painted. And, and so Art Week's kind of the week before the art festival. Um, art Week is supposed to be local artists before the art festival brings in kind of this national and international art festival. And um, so for Art Week, I painted a dog themed mural in Drake that's a bit more abstract and colorful and um, I really like that mural. Uh, Sometimes I paint just little things on the bike path uh, just for fun. Uh, So. Do you see that like on the gram like people post and like oh hey I painted that. Occasionally yeah. That's kind of fun isn't it? Occasionally yeah it is fun. It is fun and and it it's opposed to being on someone's wall inside that nobody sees, right? So. Right. It's kind of the opposite of that. I love that, yeah. Yeah. But you do sell stuff on canvas. Like, this is such a different scale from an iPad or even a, I don't know, a 20 by 30 that you hang on the wall. Are there challenges going from the size of an iPad to a brick wall side of a building? I can show you this. Uh, we can talk about this photo that I'll show you. Um, there are challenges. There's this method called the doodle grid. And so 
the doodle grid, this photo we're looking at is the brick wall with random numbers, letters, shapes. Did you paint all that stuff on it? Yeah. Huh. And, and so that's it, this it, wall right here, isn't it? It is. And that's, it's been painted white. And then on top of that white layer, the next layer is just random shapes, letters, numbers, a bug. Um, is that the funnest thing on earth to do? It's awesome. <laughs> it's so fun and random and you're just doing it just to do it, just to get it done. It, it doesn't mean anything, but then when you overlay oh, wow. the image, you can say, oh, her hat goes from that squiggle to that seven. So you're creating this grid, this transfer, this topographic It's a map. Waypoint. Yeah. Huh. And then, and then the fun, yeah, so there are challenges, but but that system is so wildly... So imagine if there were a building, we're standing across from it, but like if there were a building closer, you can't get that shot oh, because... Right. So it, there is always challenges, but this one happened to just line up the best that it could. And, um, so essentially it's like a projector, but it's a digital projector. Uh, you don't have to wait till nighttime. That street light would be too light at night, or that street light would be too bright at night. Oh, for that to probably, work. Yeah. For a projector. And so it's this kind of like tool that Photoshop lets you um, overlay the image and the, the random markings that you make, and then it creates kind of a roadmap. Huh. Um, I'm going to ask you on the air, and if you say no, then I'll delete this. <laughs> but um, can you share those? Can I share those on the yeah, Instagram? definitely. Because that's yeah. a really cool piece of this story is is how that, how you transfer how it from. transfers, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome, that's super cool. And it's cool because it's, it's not just a graph. I've done some exterior painting where I had to make some swoops and swirls, very specific for a brand, and uh, boy, it was all graphed out. Like I measured, it was to, all graphed out. To the out. nanometer? Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, but I'm it, biased, but I think it looks good. Yes. <laughs> I think I was, it turned out great. I was going to ask how it went, but uh, I was also, at the same time, my brain wanted to talk to you for painting. I don't love numbers and math, so the grid is painful for me because it's slowing down and taping. And It's exactly what it is. It's <laughs> very tedious very you have to be very meticulous and it is very tedious so that so that's good of you you know good on you to do that grid and it's almost a, a practice of patience on your end or something you know just to yeah not every project requires that so. yeah it, i'm sure <laughs> it was a lot more fun to do the you call it doodle grid and i think in that same application you could do it and it would work great, and then you would use the, you would cut back and cover up. Right, right. And it definitely works very well if you have the mashing paint to cut back, and that's, that's frustrating sometimes, like, just not having the touch-up paint when you, when you in the need profession. It. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, might be a little easier <laughs> in my world, because I get, I just go buy cans of, like, this color, and then I have a whole can. As opposed to trying to find the right spray can, and These if that spray silly, can's gone. And the spray cans have silly names, too, like uh, Aramis Green, uh, Blood blood Red, Fever fever Red, Madrid Red. You know, there's seven different 
hot reds that are one shade from each other, which is what on the bike creates kind of the, the dark to the, but it's cool because the can can be one shade from itself, one, one shade red lighter, and it, together with the two, three other reds, creates this kind of cool lit effect, so. And 3D effect, I mean, it gives it depth, for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's 100% D's new bike. You know that, right? <laughs> I like, every time it. I look at that, I'm like, that is freaking D's bike right there, <laughs> which I love. We're going to have to re redo her shoot with this new mural. Things, things, yeah, time to update all the things. <laughs> Put a uh, stocking cap on her and uh, her white uh, uh, 515 kit, which for, has the... Uh, for a holiday photo. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> to be on my phone. Happy and... Yeah, no, just the, this year's New Year's. Yeah, card. right, right, right. <laughs> I don't think that would fly, but <laughs> we can try that. Uh, so how do people like find you? How do you end up with a job? Uh, it's a lot of cold calling and word of mouth and... Um, cold calling, like are you just like, you they, see a they, blank surface and you're like, I have a really great idea for the side <laughs> of your wall. I see a lot of blank walls, yeah, <laughs> I do. And then they happen, to be, they happen to be standing out on this loading dock that it's, and and I asked like, this was cold you, calling you didn't know these people no yeah. really yeah they were oh, standing wow. outside in 2019 even so but I was like do you know who owns this building and it happened to be the right people to, to ask that and so it is it's cold calling and I I've done cold calling of many products and I'd much rather take 17 no's in this world than so it is yeah it's a lot of asking and a lot of no's and you know, what's cool about the iPad is that you can mock it up and get it to a point where somebody can go, oh, I can see that. Oh, that's a huge challenge. Not everyone can see it and imagine. So um, it's nice to have a, the, the iPad lets you kind of mock it up and you can send a photo and uh, kind of go back and forth and edit it. So I also got to ask you, and this is coming painter to painter, how about weather? I, and like, how long does it last? Or painting in extreme weather? Or? It's painting in extreme weather. I've painted enough exteriors to know that you, I'd rather paint interior. Plan, how do you plan your summers? Like, do you? I paint indoors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, do one, <laughs> just... I do one exterior <laughs> a year. <laughs> and it's for a friend, you know? Um, no. Uh, what if you got like, what if, what if you got a call from Austin, Texas? And they are like, ah, dude, we will like put you up. We want you down here for three weeks. And it's 105 degrees. You just made me think of, oh yeah, that heat though. Uh, but I think you just start, it's so comparable to Ragbri, right? Like you just start at seven instead of noon or, but I do like to keep kind of regular business hours. But I think, yeah, in that situation, like a sun hat, a umbrella starting early five also gallons of water also painting at night too because what if it's an urban setting and it's like well lit and it's 30 degrees cooler at night so it is interesting like each project has its problem solving 
Have you been rained on like in the middle of a day and you're like, oh crap, I just got to get this part done. <laughs> it is doable uh, to, to hurry and wrap up something like that. But no, I'm, I, I've not had too much weather trouble. I think it was a little hot, but it was nice because the side of the wall is in the shade until about this time of day. And we're kind of like in the evening right now. So, uh, but I think you, it's that's kind of fun too right like it's the bike riding element of i mean aside from like downpour i think you can kind of still show up for work but it is fun to go to a race weekend and you're going to ride the the road race whether it's sunny or rainy so so i like having that kind of physical and traveling to austin um just bringing it back to cycling it's like how fun was cycling and racing and that that idea of like this is great like how do I make this my life and and then realizing like what you like of those kind of cycling racing weekends it's like oh I like traveling I like riding my bike and and then I like the idea of kind of steering into this profession of that would be cool to get a mural in Austin because and it kind of harpens back to like cycling you're like oh I'm traveling you know so it's an interesting uh, art form just from the place of like, I did try to work a career of like being able to travel and do work and so not, you know, that, that'll be fun to get to that point hopefully of being able to work and having that grid I showed you down so well that, you know, that takes you five days or seven days. So I think, I think it's a fun kind of like practice and um, that grid can be, you know, the more skilled you become at transferring, the more complex. And um, so Instagram's interesting for that because you can see what other people are doing and where their standards at. And um, so that's that's a huge fun kind of like that's the group ride of painting for me would be like seeing somebody else's work and being like how'd they do that like and then having you know creating like my own little games so and figuring figuring that out how to how to create what that same feel you get looking at somebody else's work or somebody else's idea Mm -hmm. um yes you're a good puppy yes you are Yes, you are. Very good dog, actually. She's like so nice. yeah. super good dog. Like people are going by, and she's just laying here. She's got her sticks. She's got a couple more now, <laughs> which is awesome. Six, yeah. Uh, I I know. At least I think you know that this is called bike talk with Dave, and I love the analogies back and forth that you're throwing out oh, between you. <laughs> your work and uh, and riding bikes. But I know you've uh, you've done both for a long time. Um. You can go to the art store tonight and pick up a couple of big white canvases and you can put them on an easel in your studio. Do you have a studio? I would guess you have a studio. I have a small studio, yeah. Uh, and you can just start creating right then and there and you've got a 40 by 40 canvas that you're painting on. Start it out white and you get to apply whatever you want to it. Somebody calls and says, hey, I've got the side of a building and it's 
diagonal and there's a corner and there's this triangle and then there's a window in it and then there's an air conditioner in front of it. <laughs> Do you enjoy that piece of like, okay, how is this all gonna like fit together? Yeah, it's so cool, yeah. And making decisions like, can I paint on top of that air conditioner or should I just leave it? Like, uh, I was really tempted to like incorporate it and paint on it, but it, you know, it's... That could negate a warranty or something. Yeah, so I'm gonna like say, watch, yeah, <laughs> it might be a good idea to not. But it is, uh, but it's fun when you see artists get three dimensional and it looks like a bookshelf at the scale of a five story building, and there's books and a, a succulent plant and a, a glow, you know. So it's, I just like the idea of taking, yeah, blank space and, but um, you're also talking about kind of like. And if it were cycling talk, you know, it's like that air conditioner is the pothole in the middle of the pack or something. Like, there are moments where you're just like, oh, I did not see that. And and not that, like, you know, the, the rental machine could have hit that. And, like, yeah, there's just elements of painting a mural that you're as aware as you are riding a bike at 30, and it, 30 miles an hour. So. But, like, yeah, just moving that machine around getting as close to an expensive air conditioning as you can get to reach something but there is kind of this um, problem solving element to it and this kind of watching your lines and watching where you, your positioning is so yeah I, as I'm looking at it I'm uh, in I need to take another picture of it because I did not incorporate this in the photos I took uh, before you got here but um, it's interesting where you start and then where you also kept going. So on the left, it, it we've got the stoplight and then a, I don't know, bubble maybe? These little, yeah, these little, yeah. These, these shapes yeah. and colors. And then you're into brick wall. And then the <laughs> sign on the side of the building that says the depot. And it's like the rest of the building is brick building. But behind her, you've got like a river. It's flowing pretty, on yeah. the loading dock. It's pretty water. It, yeah, it looks pretty liquidous and watery. Yeah. So how do you decide the parameters of where to start and stop? Um, Is it up to you or do they say, ah, we'll give you to here? So on this, on this project, I did ask like, hey, I'm thinking about putting this pink circular shape here which would be further left than I've gone and he was like um, totally fine with it and no problem so I, I definitely asked um, but you know my, my brain always thinks to like like I was mentioning about matching color and having that ability to like cut back but you know some of the bricks I painted back to brick color and I thought that oh, that really? was so fun that uh, someday if some building is like you know if if just we could sell this if this building just looked brick color you know and it could be done <laughs> it's, i'm for hire yeah i was able to <laughs> that silly thought i was able to check yeah i can kind of see to the left of the stoplight yeah 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 that's awesome um and up top there on the left but it's kind of fun 
you know, a couple shades of red make brick, not just one shade of red. Oh, not sure. No, I get that 100% and a little black and maybe a little gray. Um, somebody gave me, you know how you can texture concrete when you pour it? Yes. And it, it this inside of a building going down to their uh, basement, which was used a lot in an office building kind of thing was brick shaped and he hated it because it was concrete color he's like can you make this look like brick was it the most fun you've had painting ever it, it was super fun <laughs> i couldn't mess up that's for sure i know yeah <laughs> and also it's like you're you're deciding what brick is which is like yeah right so, right right what color brick is this yeah. what yeah where was this fired what kind of clay was it that's fun yeah was it uh were you matching brick around it or nope. it was, it was I had free reign to make color. it look like nice. brick yeah nice. it was nice it was I don't know that it was easy it was a bunch of different uh, uh, passes over it yeah but it uh, turned out cool <laughs> so kind of fun that you made brick Can look I go like see brick that if I want to see that is that uh, I don't know the owner anymore maybe I'll tell you what it's it like is when part, we're off yeah, yeah for sure um, dream like if you said i like can't believe this yeah. yeah if i got to do this what would this be locally one that comes to mind is like the marriott seems like a huge blank canvas where it's like that could be any you know that could be i love the idea of scale and <clears throat> especially and that seems uh you know Crit racing's dangerous, but this is kind of fun and dangerous too. And just imagining, <laughs> like, what is that? Twenty stories. So, yeah, I, 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 you, we, before we started recording, we were talking, and you mentioned rock climbing. <laughs> Would hanging off the side of the building like freak you out we don't at all? Have mountains around here, so it's like it is kind of that like adventure of. I think it would be adventurous. Yeah, as adventurous as living in Colorado and saying, let's go climb this. Probably would have a crew that day and be strapped in or something. But but that, that, that sort of a thing, like scale-wise, I think that's a dream project is like how big uh, other dream projects are just knowing my schedule for a year out, like that sort of dream pipeline too. Or, uh, so... And then everything in between that would just be um, maybe a little less cold calling, like those types of dreams. And yeah. So people call you. That would be. That's. That would yeah. be fun. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and it just takes. Yeah. Jacob is your website's Jacob, right? Yeah. JacobCooperman.com. You're ready to go to Austin. <laughs> I do have listeners in Austin. I have listeners in uh, Europe, China, podcast, whatever. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So I didn't mean to make hey, it wherever. about uh, not having <laughs> customers. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, I think that that's, but that sort of thing where it's like uh, oper, oper, operable, right? Uh -huh. Operational to the system, down to your systems. But you, you work for yourself too and understand kind of like you love Systems. getting a phone call. Yeah. 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 Uh, side of a bus, side of a van, 
Would you be excited about something like that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. About a bike. I think I think so too, but then it becomes kind of like uh you know, using like a spray gun like a professional. So there's projects that I'm like, oh, I, d- I don't know that as well as a professional paints a bike. So there would be that conversation. I think. Well, I'm not talking about like a beautiful Jeffrey Bach paint job. Okay, okay. I'm talking about a Jake would Cooperman. I apply uh, my art? Yeah, I would apply my art to any. Would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that might be kind of fun. Yeah. Go down to the collective, find an old frame, and I've I've worked with the bike the street collective. Um, I took five frames they donated, and I hung those in my um, studio, and then I kind of created gradients and threw some paint at it. And uh, I did that for an art show called the Move. Um, I think it was the Move Five. There there have been a few of them, and they're sequentially numbered. But so. Um, we raffled the bike frames off, but that was fun. Yeah, I created a gradient and used the colors of the flyer for the event. So, kind of tied the theme in. <clears throat> Not this week, but in my last podcast with um, who? Um, Who's been everywhere in this year? Last ones in the last couple weeks, right? Yeah, boy, oh boy. <laughs> you I'm editing this cross, out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who did I just do? I just... Because I did Gravel Worlds. Must have been before that. And uh, Cyclocross was this week. And... Jeez, uh, that's horrible. I like the... The, the answer for why do you like cyclocross where it's like road seasons over, you know or it's like <laughs> it was, it's just the next thing like <laughs> it's what you do yeah road season's over oh all right time to get on your what cross a silly bike. question Dave right <laughs> duh duh um so I feel like your theme is uh and I'm gonna sing this is uh I'll paint nah that's not good I'll paint anything in this here land that wasn't very good but it was an attempt Anything to throw paint at. No, I, yeah. I'm having fun with it. I think, I think what I want to do and paint and stuff, it just, uh, I don't know. Visually, it's like uh, it's so much about the customer seeing it, and so I don't know where I'm going with that. But well, how? How much? I suppose it would depend on the customer. Did these guys? have input into he, what the design was going to be? When I asked for what input do you want to throw in, there was so much left up to me, but then ultimately they looked at the mock-up and, and like, said that looks awesome. Like, go, you know, go ahead. <laughs> well, that's easy. Right, right. <laughs> but there could have been, you know, I made a couple designs and I could have shown one where I could see the feedback being like, what else do you have? So. I definitely explored and I created maybe three or five ideas. And do you have a good like conversation with them over a cup of coffee or a beer um, about what what they're envisioning and what they're kind of hoping, what their objective? Every would answer be? to that, the, every answer to those questions were just kind of a defer to what I wanted. So this was a nice 
project for yeah this sounds yeah. like the easy button this was a fun project yeah <laughs> yeah and captured and well lit and plenty of space to take that reference photo and <laughs> Well, I think it's awesome. I love it. I love the art that uh, goes up around town. Um, and really, I think it's uh, not uncommon around the country. Um, good art, especially in a well-trafficked, um, yeah. you know, not just on a bridge abutment. Yeah, or um, just a canvas inside or something. You know, or, so I think right. so many blank walls and... Uh, I think it builds, it's like a geomarker, you know, it's like meet me at that mural or it can build community, it can uh, create change by saying, I've never wanted to ride a bike until I saw a mural that made biking look fun or so, you know, so, I don't know, there's something to it being a storytelling the way that the podcast is or the the, the magazine is, but um, but yeah, momentum. You know, so it. Peop, you know, AJ comes to mind with momentum, where it's like he probably put on his resume that he wrote for momentum, and then that led to. So, yeah, I don't know how that translates to painting, but there is something where you creating momentum created momentum for AJ to keep writing and take himself his writing a little more seriously or something we all have those little uh, whether it's photography or writing or so just stoking that hobby the um, storytelling regardless of the medium again totally totally verbal written rattle can <laughs> photographs abstract, whatever yeah, yeah. It, it all is a, a form of storytelling which I think is cool I think that's kind of what defines my kind of run through life is different ways to tell stories which I think it's cool I think it's cool you do it yeah yeah it's fun alright dude and uh, Instagram is uh, that's probably the, the I that's where I put my most most of my energy yeah and and what is it? It's not just uh, uh, it's Jay Coop Cooperman, is it's it? It's Cooperman Draws. Cooperman, Cooperman Draws. Draws. And Cooperman, K-U-P-E-R-M-A-N. Do you impressed I know how to spell that? I am. Good, good, because I can also read. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 20 yards away. It is, it is. And you wrote it <laughs> really big, big so we can letters. see it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, I love I, it. I had fun chatting with you. Thanks for seeing the connection between us biking and storytelling and I love it. All right. Well, thanks tons for being on and uh, meeting me down at your uh, work of art. Thank you so much. And yeah. uh, come down to see it. It's below Southwest 9th and the Thomas. bike trail. Thomas Beck Road. And uh, what's that road that goes right there by uh, Thomas, uh, by McRae Park? We're right by McRae Park. Right by the lookout. Yep. That pointy thing points right at your work <laughs> of art. <laughs> if you come down here, you'll know what we're talking about. Just look up right when you're looking at the work of art. But. Uh, thanks anyway, for, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, it. great job, dude. Thank you. It was so cool to talk to Jake about his cycling-inspired creations. 
and it's even more cool that his art is out there along the trail for all to enjoy and for each of us to let our own story of that mural be created in our own minds. I love it and I love seeing the art pop up and not just here but everywhere we go. Bentonville, Austin, Boulder, Madison, Twin Cities, wherever. Like the art is all over and it's great. And when you're in Des Moines, definitely check out Jake's art under the Southwest Ninth Bridge. Be sure to hunt him down on Instagram at Cooperman Draws or on the web at jacobcooperman.com. Maybe you can pick up a can of empty spray paint. I want to say thank you to Jake for taking the time to talk with me and share his story with us. Speaking of sharing a story, the story of the Core 4 continues in 2024. Check it out. Who's ready for some Core 4 news? After a huge spike in riders and a super thank you to everyone for coming out this year, these guys jumped right back into the fire. It's no surface untouched again for 2024 because Core 424 has a sweet sound to it, no doubt. New routes, new distances, and a new you. That's right, y'all, they are mixing it up with more surprises and delights. New for 24 is the Core 40 distance. Just a bump up from the 20 mile and still has all the farmscapes and B roads and champagne gravel you'd expect from the folks at Core 4, just without the single track. They're telling us 60 is the new 50, miles that is. It's a no surfaced, untouched podium eligible route with all the cats in addition to their marquee 100 mile event. It's the perfect blend of competition and community. We want Core 4 to be on your event calendar for 2024. Jump on Bike Reg today and get in on the Core 4 family rate, a 24% discount before October 2nd. Snag your spot before this event reaches its cap. Come ride the wave and get more bodies on bikes. It's blazing hot action every year and they'll keep the fire stoked all winter long with the 20 40, 60, or 100 mile route, Core 424 has something for everyone. It's time for the next time. Let's go! Now, I'd like to thank you for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's show, I would love it if you would rate and review on your favorite podcast platform and give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook. And now we're on YouTube too. If you really love the show and you want to be part of its continued growth, feel free to support it financially. Just look for Bike Talk with Dave at buymeacoffee.com. When you do, I would love to send you a sticker. And finally, be sure and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We've got some awesome episodes coming up. Emily Newsom is next week to talk about women's racing and a whole bunch of other things. Plus, Pete Stetna, the privateer pioneer, and later this fall, Hall of Fame mountain biker, Dave Weens. Like I said, you don't want to miss a thing. So I hope you have a great week. Come back next week and remember that nothing compares to the simple pleasure of riding a bicycle. <music>